From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB. Welcome to Amateur Radio. Yes, today we've got a lot of would-be ham radio operators watching the various displays right around Australia because it is PR for Amateur Radio Expo. Yes, it's Graham VK4BB and it is the WIA National News. It is for week commencing April 13. Coinciding with World Amateur Radio Day, the WIA PR for Amateur Radio Expo is on this weekend, the 11th to the 13th, with early reports of CQ Expo demonstration stations answering questions from the attending public and on the air. We have at least the Adelaide Hills, Summerland, Aranaran Region, Bundaberg, Ipswich, Central Queensland, the Radioactives, EMDRC, Yarra Valley, Shepparton and District and the Melbourne Electronics Radio Clubs plus Robert Broomhead VK3DN at a Carl Scythe boot sale with Julian Joe Gonzalez VK3YSP in South Oakley. WIA President Phil Waite VK2ASD plus Directors Roger Harrison VK2ZRH Fred Swainson, VK3DAC, and others, they'll be on air to contact Expo demonstration stations. Now, anybody hearing CQ Expo can listen and learn or join in this concerted publicity for Amateur Radio. Also for the Expo and World Amateur Radio Day are the Victorian Amateur Radio Direction Finding People. They're having a public come-and-try at Templestowe and the Radio and Electronics Association of Southern Tasmania displaying and presenting 630-metre band reception. The Townsville Amateur Radio Club was to be operating VK4WIT located at J-Car Townsville on Saturday. However, through the week the decision was taken reluctantly to cancel participation as the local weather is forecast to be just a bit cyclonic over the weekend, thanks to Ida. Members and committee members also of the Townsville Amateur Radio Club are wishing all other groups and individuals participating in this worthwhile event success. As per the TV adverts, one of Australia's largest banks will next week begin offering a tap-to-pay service for owners of certain Samsung mobile devices. The arrangement will see Westpac offer its customers the capability of paying via their Galaxy S4 device. It'll also be available on the Galaxy S5. Late last year, here on WIA National News, we called for applicants for the Southern Cross Austereo Apprenticeship Program. We have just learnt, thanks to radiotoday.com.au, that 11, yes, 11 new apprentices will join others who are already halfway through their program. They'll undertake a four-year full-time paid apprenticeship at one of Southern Cross's stations and will work alongside existing experienced engineers. About 19,000 homes and businesses in 15 towns across Australia face having their phone and internet services cut off when copper lines that connect them at the moment are switched off in about 40 days' time. Tasmania has the most number of towns to be disconnected. In a moment, it's WIA Board Talk. Who listens to radio? VK4 November, Victor Foxtrot. VK4 DA Portable 2. VK2 WAZ. VK8 and H. VK4 BIB Ivan. VK4 SIR Ipswich. VK4 Alpha Romeo Whiskey Ella. VK7 LCW. VK7 FEMA. This is WI Director Roger Harrison, VK2 ZRH, with a quick reminder about the membership survey. 
It closes on this coming Monday, 14th April. If you haven't already completed the survey online, don't delay. You will find the link to the survey on the WIA website homepage in the right-hand panel, right under the news broadcast link. If you can't or don't want to complete the survey online, you should have already filled out and posted the form in the centre of the February issue of Amateur Radio magazine. Time to get cracking on the survey. It won't take you long. Have your say. But first, you will need your six-digit membership number. You will find it on the address label that comes with your AR magazine. You didn't throw that out, did you? If you did, delve into your files and dig out your last renewal notice. Your membership number is on that. If the worst comes to the worst, just phone the WA office on Monday morning. Our talented and hard-working staff will set you straight once they know who you are. We have already received an extraordinary response to the survey and the Board thanks all those who took the time and made the effort to complete it online and on paper. The online survey responses outnumber paper responses by more than 10 to 1 so far. The Board is looking forward to sharing the preliminary results with members at the WIA Annual Conference on the Queensland Sunshine Coast over 16, 17 and 18 May. Get cracking! This is WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA. Continuing with WIA Board Talk, and the Board is in the planning phase for radioactivities to commemorate the 100th year since Australian and New Zealand forces landed at Gallipoli. Events will commence on April 25th, 2015, and will continue throughout the year until the 20th of December 2015, the date when the last Anzac forces were extracted from the Gallipoli Peninsula. The activities will involve Australia, New Zealand and likely some other Commonwealth countries and also Turkey. The Department of Veteran Affairs has given permission for the WIA to use the ANZAC name in special event amateur call signs between the two dates and the ACMA is expected to issue the WIA with licences and call signs for use nationally. Still on the ANZAC theme, for the second year, Weiss and SA are supplying radios that organisers of the ANZAC Youth Vigil in the South will use to provide a safety and coordination radio network. The youth from many organisations are in a shift roster to stand guard at the War Memorial from dusk to dawn. The 100-plus youth plus adult leaders use the Morfitt Vale football club rooms to rest, hold activities and sleep. We had hoped to enlarge on the announcement we made last week of our new WIA directors, and with that, here is Robert, VK3DN, with a very brief look. WIA Returning Officer Jeff Atkinson, VK3TL, declares the results to be an accurate presentation and record of the ballots received, and therefore declares Chris Platt, VK5CP, Rowan Dollar, VK2ELF, and Phil Waite, VK2AST, to be elected as directors of the WIA. VK1 WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. And as we whip around, it's to Yurunga, where their radio convention is being held again Easter, the Saturday and Sunday, 19 and 20 of April. Fox hunts and convention activities on both days, quizzes, raffles, trade tables available, pre-loved gear, etc. So take a break from your busy lifestyle and slow down a bit at quiet, restful Yurunga, where the rivers meet the sea. You know, this is the longest-running fox hunt convention in Australia. 
The social gathering for the Saturday night dinner at the bowling club is always well attended. Just see Ken VK2DGT at the convention for bookings. And the venue is at the Senior Sits Hall, Bower Street, Yurunga. The Hornsby and District Amateur Radio Club will once again be operating VK2IMD, the only international Marconi Day station in Oceana, and that's in just a couple of weeks' time. This year, IMD is on the UTC day of Saturday, April 26, meaning mid-morning Saturday in the various VK time zones, to the same time on Sunday morning. The event is restricted to the MF and HF bands. REAST, as part of the PR for Amateur Radio Weekend, have a presentation to showcase amateur radio experimentation and ingenuity. And we mentioned this at the start of the news, but advanced amateurs gained access to the 472 to 479 kilohertz band a year ago has met an active band of experimenters around VKZL, particularly in VK7. Their presentation will touch on a little bit of history as there are many amateurs who have and are experimenting with this band in VK7. It'll mainly cover common antennas used, tuning antennas, safety, amplifiers, receivers, propagation and the modes commonly used. Miles VK6MAB has constructed a website for those who are considering taking up ham radio as a hobby or for those who have recently got their licence. Now, that's not to say seasoned operators with years of experience under their belts can't also take something away from his site also. It's a pretty easy uh, site. It's a neat little bit for PR for amateur radio. Write this one down, www.enjoyhamradio.com. From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. With international news, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. International shortwave disaster test. Members of the shortwave listening community can pencil in their logbooks for an extremely exciting upcoming date, June 4 and 5. Listeners can attempt to log an international test being organised by the High Frequency Coordination Commission of the International Radio 4 Disaster Relief Project. It will take place at a media summit on climate change, information and communication technologies and disaster risk reduction in Jakarta. The IRDR will simulate a major disaster occurring in Southeast Asia and multiple international broadcasters will be cooperating to support coordinated humanitarian coverage for the impacted region. US Navy personnel helping to look for missing Malaysia Air Flight MH370 are using the signal processing and analysis package Spectrum Laboratory by Wolf Buescher, Delta Lima 4 Yankee Hotel Fox, to analyse recently detected 37.5 kHz pings that may be from the missing plane's black box. ARRL says Australian defence vessel Ocean Shield is home currently to these US Navy personnel guests aboard the Australian ship. VLF experimenter Warren Ziegler, K2ORS, says the software is the same package amateur radio experimenters used recently to detect transatlantic signals on 29 kilohertz. Glonus gone, then back. In an unprecedented total disruption of a fully operational GNSS constellation, all satellites in the Russian Glonus broadcasted corrupt information for 11 hours from just past midnight until noon Russian time, April 2nd. This rendered the system completely unusable to all worldwide GLONASS receivers. Full and correct service has now been restored. 
According to one source, the Glonis fix could not take effect until each satellite in turn passed back over control stations in the Northern Hemisphere to be reset, thus taking nearly 12 hours. ISS Ham TV moves to 2369 MHz. Gaston Bertels, Oscar November 4 Whiskey Foxtrot, Aris Europe Chair, says the digital amateur TV station in the Columbus module of the International Space Station has changed frequency to 2369 MHz. Presently, ham video is transmitting a permanently blank image and no audio in configuration 5. Aris Antenna 43, frequency 2369 MHz, symbol rate 1.3 amps a second. Reports on reception of blank transmissions are very welcome. I'm Jason, VK2LAW, and you're tuned to VK1WIA with news from around the globe. The RSGB National Radio Centre at Bletchley Park is now open five days a week from Wednesday to Sunday from 10.30am until 4.30pm as well as bank holiday Mondays throughout the year. The volunteers took look forward to meeting interested amateurs as well as members of the public. If you wish to operate the state-of-the-art GP3RS station, please take your licence with you when you visit. For more information, go to www.nationalradiocentre.com. The British Young Ladies Amateur Radio Association by Lara is celebrating its 35th anniversary on the 29th of April. The call sign GB35BYL will be on the air from Chapmansdale Village Hall, High Street, Chapmansdale, Westbury, Wilts, BA13, 4AP. Operation will be on 40 metres, round about 7.175 megs. The organisers hope to work as many people as possible from 9am and welcome visitors to the Village Hall. DXers will be interested to know the recently completed 3C0BYP operation from Annabon has been approved for DXCC credit. That de-expedition ran from the 26th of Feb to the 6th of March. Listeners to KLOG Radio in Kelso, Washington, tuned into Dead Air early on Wednesday, March 12th. This after thieves stole a small amount of copper wire from the station's transmitting site situated along Interstate Route 5. Station owner Joel Hansen said he found out about it about 3.30 a.m. Hansen found wire cutters at the site and evidence that someone may have gotten a rather nasty shock. KLOG was off the air for about 12 hours, but the station was able to be heard online. Kelso police are investigating, but so far they have no suspects. Jeff Littlejohn is Clear Channel Executive Vice President of Engineering and Systems Integration. He says the company is making a strategic investment in the future of broadcast engineering. Littlejohn says that the company hopes to attract and expose new talent to the ever-changing world of radio, while also fostering the growth and development of their existing employees. Clear Channel says the new mentoring program was created in response to a decline in the number of engineers choosing to go into radio broadcasting, coupled with a spike in those retiring or close to leaving the industry. This new program is in addition to an electrical engineering co-op program the company created three years ago. Those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline and the RSGB. The MP3s you can find on the web at the link on www.rsgb.org. I'm Jeremy Boots, G4NJH, and you're tuned to VK1WIA. 
Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Sydney, it can be heard on VK2RWI on 147MHz at 10am on Sundays. I'm John Mazels, VK2JPM. What use is an F-call? New amateurs arrive on the scene every day. They turn up because they bump into the hobby in unexpected ways. From all walks of life, with infinite variation in experience and outlook, they come to journey along the path of amateur radio. It's easy to see the lure, a technically challenging hobby with fingers in all manner of pies, with a long and lauded quest for invention and development, a history in firsts, making the impossible happen, achieving daring feats of wizardry. I've been on this journey since November 2010, when I first heard about amateur radio. I achieved my licence a month later and have not looked back, though I should admit that the original purpose of joining the fraternity was to build something that's still on my to-do list today. Not because it's unachievable, but because there are so many other fun things to learn and do. There have been some milestones. For example, this marks the 100th edition of What Use is an F-Call? But it's one of many exciting things I've done in the intervening time. From making my first contact with a station in Japan, through making several QRP or low-power contacts with stations around the world, participating in and even winning contests, socialising with amateurs, building antennas, camping out, eating good food and laughing a lot. The Amateur Radio Creed, written in 1928 by Paul 9 Echo Echo Alpha, still as relevant today as when it was penned, considers a radio amateur to be considerate, loyal, progressive, friendly, balanced and patriotic. There are many people from many backgrounds in amateur radio. Some would say that the population is as varied as a random sampling of people in the main street of your local shopping district. I like to think of amateurs as a group of people who go about communicating with others. You too can do this. I took a month to get my licence. It doesn't matter if it takes you longer. I'm still learning Morse, and I've been at it for some eight months. I know amateurs who did it in a fortnight. Everyone is different. Take part. Don't be shy. It's your hobby too. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, and starting operational news this week, it's a final look at this year's John Moyle Field Day. Thank you, Felix. This is Dennis Johnston, VK4AE, WIA coordinator for the John Moyle Memorial Field Day. Firstly, I would like to thank all those people who have taken the time to prepare and submit their logs as entry to this year's contest. So far, there has been a significant increase in the number of logs submitted when compared with last year. However, it has been observed that quite a number of club stations who took part in the contest have not yet made the effort to submit a log on behalf of their club station. A timely reminder is necessary as time is running out. The weather has clearly made a significant influence this year in southeastern Australia with many stations reporting thunderstorms, strong winds and heavy rain. Operating in storm conditions at any time is risky, but in a portable situation it is downright dangerous. This is a real pity about field day operations. Your planning can cope with most things, but you have to take whatever it is that nature throws at you. 
So don't forget that the closing date for entries this year is the 19th of April, so you really must put in the effort in the next few days to get your logs into me in good time. Thanks for listening, and back to you, Felix. Dateline 2014. WIA VK Harry Angel Memorial Sprint, May 3. SGARS 80 metre Trophy Contest, July 26. 1010 International Summer Contest, August 2 and 3. WIA Remembrance Day, the ID Contest, August 16 and 17. Manly Warringah Radio Society's Flagpole Contest, September. Amateur Radio's International Air Ambulance Week, nine days from September 28. The St George Amateur Radio Society tells us the 2014 80 metre trophy contest takes place Saturday 26 July. Members of the St George Amateur Radio Society will be holding this 80 metre contest and the victor will join the legion of SGARS 80 metre immortals. When you hear the call of the CQ contest from a VK2 26 July, that will probably be them. Listen out at 80 metres and enjoy a QSO with a fired up SGARS contest member. More information and rules at www.sgars.org. All inquiries to the SGARS Contest Manager, Ken VK2BBQ at wia.org.au. Special event stations, DX, Beacon, Repeater and NetAdvice. For several years, Anzac Day has had an event begun by Mike Banjay Patterson, VK4MIK, involving members of the Tableland Radio Group, the Townsville Amateur Radio Club. It invites military sites plus HMAS ship museums around Australia. All details, Banjo's the man. QSL News. French flood disaster. Rick VK7RI explains. QSL cars received in the Victorian Head Office Bureau from France were completely soaked in the box. The water had permeated through the whole consignment, not just Tasmania. Head Office has done the best it can to save most of the cards. Unfortunately, some are so bad they are being returned to France to see if new cards can be organised. Tasmania QSL cards will be dispatched in the very near future to those amateurs who receive cards from France. Please do not shoot the messenger. Hopefully, you will be able to obtain enough information from the card to allow you to ascertain who your contact was with. This is the first time the cards have been received in the Head Office Bureau in such a heavily waterlogged condition. Perhaps they were sent C-mail. Hi, hi. Thanks, Rick. Now, this next story sounds as if it's from Needle Noddle Newland, but it is advice the Isle of Muck is about to be activated. Andy, M1, LOL, and Ray, M1, REK, will be active from the Isle of Muck, EU008, from the 24th to the 31st of May 2014, on 10 metres to 80 metres, SSB and data modes. They'll be using the call sign MM1, REK, stroke P. QSL Director via the Bureau. That's it for this week. I'm Felix VK for FUQ in Ingham and time permitting I'll pop back later with a look at Ross Hull in our Rewind section. When driving around the Central Coast don't forget the CCARC's full range of digital and analogue VK2 RAG repeaters available for all radio amateurs to use. And if it's Sunday at 10am the WIA broadcast will be loud and clear on our 146.725 and 53.725 repeaters in perfect FM quality. 
Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group news. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Digital. Randy Hall, K7AGE, has released a video showing how to decode amateur radio PSK31 transmissions on an iPad by placing the iPad mic near the radio speaker. All you need to do is download a $2.99 app from the iTunes store. It's called PSKR. And a similar application is available for Android. It's called Droid PSK. Watch Receiving PSK 31 on the iPad. Just search for that on YouTube. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. NASA invites you to guess when Lady will complete her lunar mission and crash to the moon's surface. Winners will receive a personalised commemorative certificate, NASA says. The scientific spacecraft launch from Virginia's coast last year has been orbiting the moon for months. With its primary scientific mission completed and its fuel almost exhausted, the intricate package of instruments is being lowered gradually into an orbit as little as a mile or two above the pocketed cratered surface of the moon. NASA said it expects the craft to crash, crumple and break apart on or before April 21st. How to build your own personal satellite Have you ever wanted to build your own personal satellite but your last name wasn't Gates or Branson? Well, there's some good news. For the price of a car, you can now build, test and launch your own personal satellite at home. Dr Sandy Antunes, the author of DIY Satellite Platform, talks about building his own personal spacecraft project Calippi. The best part, besides having your own satellite, he says, is that you can now do some serious science. Find out what kind of satellites Dr Antunes is building and how he's running the same kind of tests the large aerospace companies do, but for a fraction of the cost. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Weiss and SA have been asked to create a radio safety and tracking net for the state-level horse endurance event on Saturday the 13th of July in the Monato area. Everyone is welcome to assist for a few hours or for the whole time period. The radio net will use amateur two-metre simplex on the Murray Bridge repeater. The SA commercial frequency UHF repeater will also be deployed and the associated radios will be used by Clark of the Course, Base and the Horse Recovery Unit vehicles. Radio equipment can be supplied, so don't let this restrict you and please confirm your attendance now to Nick McLean. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Rewind a look back at history. How did Ross A. Hull, VK3JU, discover tropopropagation? Ross A. Hull, VK3JU, ex-editor of Wireless Weekly, emigrated from Australia to the USA, where he joined the staff of the ARRL and became associate editor of QST magazine. For more, it's to the SARL in ZS land. As a foreigner, he was not allowed by US law to apply for an amateur radio license, but as a member of the ARRL headquarters staff, he could operate under their call sign. He developed new equipment for the ARRL and produced many constructional articles for the early ARRL radio handbooks and showed a particular interest in the ultra-high frequency 5 meter, that's 56 to 60 megahertz band. At the time, all the experts believed that the UHS spectrum above 30 megahertz 
was only suitable for short-distance line-of-sight communication. But in 1934, Ross Hall proved them wrong. He was resident at West Hartford, Connecticut, and decided to conduct some tests on 60 MHz band with amateurs in Boston, Massachusetts, about 160 kilometers away. At first, the Boston amateurs did not hear anything at all until Ross changed his vertical antenna to a beam consisting of four quarter-wave radiators fed in phase with four reflectors. Signals varied from morning to afternoon or day to day from weak to very strong. Ross soon realized that this phenomenon was weather-related and caused by temperature inversions. He discovered the refraction of VHF radio waves in the troposphere. Soon other amateurs started using beams on 5 meters too and extended the range to 500 kilometers. Unfortunately, Ross Hall came to a sudden and sad end when he reached for a switch underneath his desk and touched the 6,000 volt contact of the transformer supplying power to his cathode ray TV tube. He died instantly. A look at the big diary. Yes, it's time for the social scene as we wrap up WIA National News for another week. We'll have a look at May and June. May 2 to 4 in VK4, it's the Clearview Gathering. May 10 in VK3, it's Moorabbin District Amateur Radio Club Hamfest. While on the same date, May 10 in VK4, it's Barkfest at the Salvation Army Hall, Callumvale. May 16 to 18 in VK4, it's the WIA Conference. June 7 to 9 in VK2, it's Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Day at Port Macquarie. And the same date, June 7 to 9 in VK5, it's Southeast Radio Club's The Surg 50th Annual Convention and Australian Fox Hunting Championship. Now until next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly and enjoy Amateur Radio. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.